there are some translation errors. Yep. That's just like tying yourself to a man and say, well, well, Bishop such and such said it, or Pastor such and such said it, so it must be right. Right, right. There's really no difference. There's no difference. They, they have to be questioned too. Yep. Not out of disrespect, but out of a search of truth. Welcome and thank you for joining the Kingdom Culture Podcast presented by Kingdom Truth and Power. Our show presents the truth of scripture and revelation knowledge of Jesus the King that challenges our listeners to seek and determine the truth of God for themselves. Now let's get into today's show. Hello everyone, this is Terrence with the Kingdom Culture Podcast presented by Kingdom Truth and Power. I hope you are having a wonderful day. Today's episode will be a follow-up to the previous show titled Defining the Word Church. In this episode, I'm speaking with special guest Carson Skinner, and we break down the true meaning of church and how scripture uses it. Further, we discuss the Greek word used that was translated into the English word church and what Jesus' intention was for its function. Join us and listen with an open heart and mind. So let's get on with today's show. Hey man, I'm just um, you know excited to be a part of this and excited to, you know to to see what God is doing, you know, do I do truly believe that God is, um, you know, he, he is shifting the mindset of his people and, you know, putting a desire in our hearts to really seek out the truth and, you know, to live by that. So, um, you know, what, what we're going to be talking about here today, I'm excited about it, you know, can't wait to get into it. And, you know, for the listeners, I just, I hope that you guys really enjoy this one. Amen. I also tell the Lisa just, um, keep your minds open. Don't don't shut it down. Listen to what's been said, and because we we're, we're seekers of truth, um, right. and we're coming from the scripture and really asking some basic questions, but uh, for clarification. Yeah. Of what's being said. So I want to look at the first passage of scripture. I want to just look at because church, uh, the word that the. the the King James Version brings up this issue of church in the book of Matthew, mm-hmm. uh, or the, the, the record of Matthew, uh, one of the, the, the gospel, the first gospel in the, the King James Version. And, and in Matthew verse chapter 16, verses uh, 17, 18, and 19, Jesus gives us this context as the King James says of his church. So I want to, I want to read that passage and then I want to look at that word church after that. And then look at some of the context around that. So first of all, this is what it says in, in, in the King James verses, Jesus answered and said to him, and he was talking about Peter. He said to Peter, cause Jesus just asked the people who the men say that I am. And everybody had all their, what they heard he say she say and but 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 Simon said in verse 16 he says you are the Christ the son of the living God and then 17 says Jesus answered and said to him blessed are you Simon Barjona for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you yeah but my father who's in heaven verse 18 and I also say to you 
I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. On this rock, I'll build my church. And the gates of hell, of Hades, shall not prevail. The gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Verse 19, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. So this is the first time Jesus mentions the word church or not even church, but you have context of church and actually interestingly Jesus did not say that he will build that I will build my church right or even a church right I know I know some people here and they just ready to close their ears real quick, but no, hear me out on this because Jesus did not talk English. Right, exactly. And especially not the King James English. (laughs) He taught the whole other language, uh, uh, Aramaic. So totally different. And that word that has been translated to church is actually the word ecclesia. Right. Ecclesia has a whole different meaning. That word church is actually a, a church that came down to the Germanic language, which means to belong to. Right. Yeah. It actually goes and it, it goes all the way back when you translate it further back from the from the Germanic um, language. It actually goes all the way back to a Greek word that means karyakis, which means to belong to or to pertain to a lord, just as you were saying. Yeah, it's to pertain to be to belong to. So, it, it, it grammatically doesn't make sense from the from the from the original language uh, of the Greek. Uh, I will build my pertain to. Right, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so grammatically, it's just incorrect. So, to build my church is a, it, it's an error in translation. The word is ecclesia, which has a whole nother context to it. It has a whole other meaning to it because this is a word that Jesus did not take time did not take the time to to hold a mini session on. Right. They knew exactly what he was talking about. They knew exactly what he was talking about because they were living in a culture uh where had a lot of Greek influence. Right. They were living in a in, in a time of Roman uh, occupancy uh, where Roman Empire kind of lowered over them uh, uh, governmentally mm-hmm. but, so they understood this word church this other word ecclesia this word ecclesia is actually a governmental word right it, it, you know, some people the generic form of that word means to the, the called out ones which we, I understand that but it's still a governmental word in which which Jesus was about. He was about the kingdom. Exactly. Uh, he wasn't talking about any assembly or any gathering. He was saying that he was going to build an ecclesia, build a 
a, a, a group, an, an assembly. Mm-hmm. And he did not say it was just, it, it will be all the believers. Right. He did not say that. That's not, that's, that's no context for that. Uh, there was no context. If you just believe on me, you're going to be a part of my ecclesia. Right. He didn't say that. Right. He said, this ecclesia is something is of his doing. Right. Right. It was Man has no doing. Uh, he's going to build his church out of that. So, but I want to look at, I want to look at some things around that word because, um, I was looking at this and I was looking at out of this passage of scripture, uh, the context in which this church, this, this church that Jesus was building, some of the, the characteristics or the attributes of this church he's building, this ecclesia, not church, sorry, forgive me for that, this gotcha. ecclesia he was building. Right. And brother, before you, uh, before you go on with that, can, let, me, let me just also say this. Um, you know, and kind of going back to the the English word church and the um, that etymolog or, or how, etymological uh, uh, context for which this was translated. Um, we had mentioned that it came from a Germanic, you know, uh, uh, vernacular. Um, or language, and then goes back to uh, to the Greek word kariakis. I just wanted to say that this this Greek word, which be which is defined as pertaining to, is only found in two places in Scripture. Right. You know, you have First Corinthians chapter eleven verse twenty, where it talks about the Lord's table. That word kariakis is used there. It's something that pertains to a Lord, referring to the table. The right. other place where it's found is Revelations 1 and 10. Well, I'm sorry, Revelation 1 and 10, where uh, the Apostle John says that he was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. That's the second place where it's found. So if the word church is going to be used as a translated word, then those are the only two places where it should be translated in English in the scripture is in those two places right. everywhere right. else in scripture where the English word church is used was improperly translated and come and the Greek word that's actually in use there is the word ecclesia which we're going to dive into here right now right and that so we have to clarify those two because you can miss it what he's talking about now our understanding is lacking yeah Exactly. Uh, if we're saying that and they're, try, they're not interchangeable. Right. Two different words. Not they're two different words. They're not the same thing. Not the same thing. Don't even come from the same root words or anything. So they're two completely separate and different words with two different meanings and functions. Right. And I just want I just want to make this make make this statement as well. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit doesn't work with error. Right. He speaks truth, and what he says is true. Right. Exactly. So if, if we got error, it's not the work of the Holy Spirit. It's another. It's a work from another spirit. Right. Spirit of error. Exactly. So 
if we want to get clarified on what God is doing and really be knowing what God is, we have to know what what's being said. So when we read the scripture, we understand what He's saying. Indeed. And yep. if, if it comes to this word church, we have to understand that church and ecclesia are not the same. Right. Right. I don't care how what what modern um, modern definitions of the dictionaries have, have, have wants to rename it and redefine it. <clears throat> the word church means pertaining to. Right. The word ecclesia is an assembly in generic form. So now we have to drill down and say, what is he talking about in context in, in this context? Right. And here's and here's the other thing too, because I can I can I can kind of sense that you know someone may argue, well you know don't we re, you know don't we pertain to 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 the Lord you know aren't we someone who belongs to the Lord, and you can certainly argue that, but and and, and in a sense it's true we do belong to Christ, but that's not how Scripture uses it. Right. And the scripture never refers to people in, in, in that context, in the context of which the, that Greek word kyriakos is used. It's, it, it only pertains to, you know, you know, uh, uh, non-human or non-person objects, a day and a table. So, you know, we, we have to look at this from, you know, from that, that scriptural context and how it's used and how, you know, how God uses it and how Jesus used it in the, in, in the context of, you know, inanimate objects versus animate objects being people. You know, he never, right. he never refers to the church, as, you know, to, as people, but he refers to the ecclesia as people. Exactly. <clears throat> and let me say this. Because if we want to use that line of reasoning, Terrence, mm-hmm. the earth is the Lord's. Right. And the fullness thereof, and they that dwell okay. therein. Right. So everybody belongs to the Lord. Right. So if if you're, if, if you're making that argument to say, aren't we the Lord's people? Aren't we all the Lord's people? Right. We don't belong to anybody else. Exactly. By right of creation, we belong to him. Exactly. We belong to him. We don't belong to the devil. The world belongs to him. Everything belongs to him. Right. So uh, that that that's that that reasoning does not really hold. For yeah. Like okay, these people are his, but these people are not, not his. his. Right. Exactly. exactly. We all are his, uh, and we all we all belong to him. True. So, and there's several scriptures that, that really back that up. We are the sheep of His pastures. He has made us, and now we ourselves. Right. Amen. So, so we look at this word. We're talking about ecclesia. So I want to shift away from that word church. Right. And, and forgive me if I, I slip up and say it every once in a while, but I'm talking about ecclesia. And we want to look at the original word that which Jesus said, I will build my ecclesia. What is this ecclesia? Because it's not, the word ecclesia it can be a generic term and can be used in different contexts. Right, exactly. For example, <clears throat> if, 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 if there was an assembly of, of young people or people at the beach, that's an ecclesia. 
Right. You know, you hear it on the radio, there's going to be a big party at at, 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 at Fort DeSoto Beach. Mm-hmm. That's a city, that's a beach at where, where I'm from. Uh, Fort DeSoto is going to be a big party and all the young people come out. That is a calling out yep. of the people. Right. And we're assembled there. That's an ecclesia. It's a congregation. It's an assembly. Right. But that, But is that what Jesus is talking about? Right, right. Because that's just in a general sense. That's in a general sense. But Jesus is talking specific. And if you look at what Jesus' message was about, it was repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He was dealing with a kingdom. Exactly. And a king. Uh, Isaiah says the government shall be upon his shoulders. Right. So he was it. bringing <laughs> us a kingdom, and that kingdom had an ecclesia. Yeah. It's not a religion. <laughs> it's not a religion. It's not a religion. It's a government. It's a government. And like all governments, uh, governments have ecclesia. In fact, in, in the context in which Jesus spoke it, uh, it, it was... It, it, it with that, that he used he actually used a Greek a Greek word mm-hmm. that the Romans used Romans uh, a Greek concept which the Romans adopted into their government right and it was called ecclesia and what it, in our modern day government especially in America there's they have the same role as a senator exactly they make laws yep actually they carry out the, uh, we carry out we carry out the laws in America. We decide that we, in fact it's different from now senators. The people select that's democracy. The right. people select their senators. Exactly. In a kingdom, the king selects his senators. Yep. So this assembly that Jesus is building is a governmental body. Right. And it's not made out of all the citizens. Exactly. It's a subset. It's a subset of this assembly. Just like I live in Georgia, we have two senators that represent Georgia. Yep. They're not all, they're from Georgia and they are Georgians, but they're not all, but but they're not, they're not considered all of Georgia. Right, and not all of Georgia is considered senators. <laughs> exactly, it doesn't go. But all the senators, all, every Georgia senator is a Georgian. Right. A Georgia citizen. Yep. So when you look at that word from a governmental standpoint, just a generic governmental standpoint, it is one who makes laws that has certain functions. Yep. What a senator makes laws, that's what the people abide by. Exactly. It's the senators who determines in America. This is senators who determine taxes you're gonna pay. Right. That's a senate function. Yep. You yep. can't say, "Well, I don't want to pay taxes." You, you'll find yourself in jail because you just broke the law. Right. But in a kingdom. The 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 senators carry out the words of the king. Exactly, and that's the key difference. That's the key difference. The king makes a declaration. 
that declaration is passed on to the senators. The senators carry it out within their region, yep. within their community. I want to look at that because that's important. Because now we, we, we know that it's a governmental statement Jesus is making. He's going to build his ecclesia, and it's a ruling body that's underneath him. Right. And they have authority and they have power. Right. To carry out the law. Let's check this out. He says he's going to build his church. And he makes this statement. He says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Mm -hmm. I thought about that, brother. I thought about that, brother Terrence. I said, what was he talking about? The gates of hell right. shall not prevail against it. Well, and, 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 and as I was looking at that, God was just kind of looking at that, kind of uh, teaching me in this. He says, he said, first look at the word gates. What is the gate? Mm -hmm. It's a portal that takes you from one place to another. Right. It's an entry point. It's an entry point and an exit point. Yeah, an exit point, yep. It's a portal. It's, it, it takes you from one dimension to another dimension. Yep. Now, it talks about the, the this entry point is a is an entry point and an exit point of Hades. Right. Hades, if if you if you if you know Old Testament as well as Catholicity, it, it, some people call it purgatory mm -hmm. in the Catholic religion. Right. Uh, but it was a holding place. Right. Of dead souls. Right. Did you die back in before Christ? When you died, you went to Hades. Yep. Jesus used the same example with, with Lazarus and, and the rich man. Right. Yep. Both went to Hades. Both were there, and even Abraham was there. Right. And, but the, the issue was, you had two type of people there. You have people, you have believers there who believed in the Christ that was to come. Right. And you had another group, which is which is represented by the rich, the rich man. They did not believe. Could you? They didn't. They didn't. They died in disbelief that there was a savior that came. So they lived it up. Right. <laughs> they was partying. They partied up when I was in life, and they died. And they found themselves in this place called purgatory. Could you imagine being in a place? That you were supposed to relieve, be be uh, delivered by a savior, because the purgatory was a place waiting for the savior. That's the definition. Right. And could you imagine being there and not having, <laughs> not believing in someone's gonna come get you at this place? What torment would be there? Right. <clears throat> what me. anguish would be there? Right. Right. But also, the, the, the Lazarus was there in the bosom of Abraham, but they were at peace. Right, yep. They weren't being tormented. Why? Because they knew the Savior was coming. They died in faith. They died in the promises that God said he's going to fulfill for them. Right. And then when Jesus died, uh, 
when Jesus died, it was interesting because he said before he got up out of the grave, where did he go first? He went to the lower parts of the earth. Yep. And preached. Yep, to the soul. Made, made a proclamation. He went in down into Hades, the grave, and made a proclamation. And then what did he do after that? He raised them he up. Set he preached and did it what? Set, Set the captives free. Free. Yep. He entered the portals through that gate of Hades, went into the grave, preached. Now, this is a revelation that God gave me. <clears throat> Religion can hold people in a sort of grave. Yeah. It, wow. It's. It, 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 whether you believe in Jesus or not, <clears throat> you you believe in the Christ or not. It says if you don't, if you think that Jesus has not come, or you're waiting for another day for Him to do what He's already done, you're in a place in a holding place. Right. Religion is a holding place. I don't care what religion you look at. Are, are you are, are you dealing with? It's a holding place. Something that's supposed to happen after this life. Right. Yeah. And if we we say in in, 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 in Christianity they say when Jesus come back. Right. Yep. He gonna set us free from all this stuff that's going on around here. Exactly. The question is, if you wait for Jesus, you're in a holding place. Right. Because religion You're, doesn't offer any any freedom in this life now. Exactly. And that was the revelation. That was the big thing about Haiti, of Hades, is that it was a place of religious people. Yeah. Even the Jews, when Jesus came, they were waiting for the Messiah. Right. But when the Messiah came, they didn't believe he was the Messiah. They was waiting for another. Right. Even John the Baptist, what did he say? When he, did? <laughs> he, he told us to his disciples to tell Jesus, ask Jesus, uh, uh, are you the one or, or, or is there another? For another, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. But everybody before Jesus, before Jesus got by, they were in a holding place. Yeah. But he said, he says, upon this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of ha gates of Hades shall not prevail. The, 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 that that mindset shall not prevail against it. And he says, why? why? Because they had a revelation mm -hmm. of who Jesus had, who, who Jesus was. He wasn't just talking about Peter. Right. He was talking about this revelation that did not come from man. Right. It came from the Father Himself. Yeah. You know what that tells me? What's that? You can't you can't go to a Bible conference to get this. Yeah. The conference, you, school. You, you can't go to Bob you can't go to you can't go to uh yeah, Sunday school to get this. Yep. This has to be the revelation that must be given by God. Right. So this ecclesia, this ecclesia that, that Jesus said he's gonna build his ecclesia, they're gonna have a revelation of a supernatural revelation 
of who Jesus is. A revelation that only comes from the Father. Right. It's given directly by God. It says, number two, it says, with that revelation, you know that Christ came. You know he got up. You're not just talking it, you know it. Yeah, right, right. Because people believe he got up, but then you say, well, we don't believe he did everything he said he did. Right. Did he set you free? Yep. Why we're still bound? Right, exactly. Why we're still looking for Jesus to come do something that he said I already did? Yep. He said, Occupy till I come. I gave you my power. I, I said you can walk on scripture. The, the, the demons obey you. They all, they, they're subject to you. Why would still bound? Right. Right. Yeah, Why we still in this holding place? And I think that's an important question for every person to consider. Like, if I'm bound by something, then obviously I'm not free. And if I'm not free, then I don't have the truth about something because Jesus said that you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Exactly. So if I'm bound and I'm in this holding place, then obviously I don't have the truth about something. And that's that's the manifestation. The manifestation of truth is that you're free. Right. Um, but he said this place you'll be you'll be free. The, he said the gates of hell can't they, the gates of religion can't keep you there. <laughs> right. The gates of Hades cannot keep you there. I like that. It can't keep you in that place no more because you got a revelation of who Jesus is, and after you got that revelation. <laughs> I, I hear the scripture that says Christ is the end of the law for everyone who, who believes. believes right right he's the end the law kept you bound yep religion is nothing but a bunch of laws exactly exactly I was that just thinking keeps the same thing. you hell bound <laughs> yep. you're not free yep Paul in Galatians talks about that. Who has been with you? That you should not obey the truth. Yep. What? Who took away your freedom? Right. Right. So God said, Jesus said, his church has this revelation of who he is. Jesus said he's the truth, right? That's what he said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. You have this truth. You know who he is. Right. When you have that, the gates of hell cannot prevail against you. And it goes on the other say, it says, now he's, verse 19 says, he says, because you have this revelation, you're no longer bound by religion. He says, now I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And check this out. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Right. And whatever you lose on earth will be loose on heaven in, in, in heaven. What he's telling us there is now you have the authority yep. to make heaven, make earth look like heaven. Exactly. Exactly. Why? You 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 got this direct revelation, this direct connection with God. Yep. That whatever you say now People say, well, I can say whatever I want to say. You don't have, you can't, be in the church, you don't have the right to say what you want to say. Right. 
you can only say what the king has said. Right. In fact, that's what the word confession means. Yep. To say the same thing as. Say the same thing as. Yep. So when you speak healing, guess what? God is all. When you say God says, go down to the river and wash four times and then spin around three times. If he said that, you will come back healed. Exactly. <clears throat> because they've already got the download from heaven how it's supposed to be done on earth. Exactly. Because you're operating from the very voice of God. It's what Jesus said in Matthew 4 and 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So when we are when we are acting upon what God is saying, you know, in the ecclesia, it has to happen. Yeah. It has to happen. And now I want to give one one last point about the Ecclesia. Its loyalty is to God alone. Right. There's there's a component of uh, allegiance. Right. Soul allegiance. The reason why it can't be part of religion because religion always requires you to have allegiance to it. To it. Exactly. Exactly. Or to whoever's head of that religion. Right. And that's one of the main differences when we look at when we look at this term in the way that Jesus um, um, is building it and its function as to how he wants to use it. Because when we look at the, the historical aspect of Ecclesia from the Greek and even how it was adopted by the Romans, you know, there were certain qualifications and those qualifications yeah. in those days were basically, you know, when a ma- it was based pretty much open to all males at the time of that they qualify for citizenship. So there, there were weren't really that many strict, you know, qualifications to be part of this ecclesia, and they were as large as like about what five thousand men, yeah, and whatnot. But when we look at it from from God's kingdom. In this, in that aspect, the qualification is, is as you said, our allegiance to Him, because how can God select us to be part of the ecclesia if we're not one hundred percent committed, loyal, or or our allegiance isn't to Him? We pose the risk of going rogue. Yeah. You know. And yeah. And, and I think that's critical, and that's key. That's key. <clears throat> because in the book of Revelation, it, it talks about Revelation. It says that they overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of testimony. And it says, and they did not love their life. Right. Even unto death. Right. That's not everybody. That's not, let me say this, that's not every believer. Right. Right. Yep. That's not every believer. That's not every believer. You can believe something and still have limits. Yeah, very true. I can believe that Jesus is come of God, but you put a, you know, someone put a gun to your head, you be like, nah, what, 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 what you put the statement down? I'll say it. You know what I mean? Yep. 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 The reason why a lot of the early church fathers were killed is because they wouldn't bow down to Caesar. Exactly. I think it was uh, that Jesus' crucifixion 
that someone said that, that he said that uh, we have no other king but Caesar. Caesar, yeah, yeah. The Pharisees said it. Uh, it was yeah, the Pharisees the and the, the Pharisees people. Pharisees said that, but the, Pilate was saying, "Hey, y'all say he, they say he's the king of the Jew." Right. They said, "Don't put that there. We have no other king but Caesar." Yep. So they were they they were rejecting God as king. They were rejecting Christ as king. Right. And they gave their allegiance to a whole other system. Yeah. The kingdom. Man. And so we 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 see that we see that this ecclesia has these attributes. They 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 have direct revelation from God. Direct mm-hmm. communication, divine communication with God. They 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 are ones that, that they've come out of religion. Right. They're not held in there no more. The get the gates of hell can't keep it there. Right. Right. There's nothing to hold it there. And and they have authority from heaven that whatever they bind and whatever they lose, they're loosening it from what they hear God say. Right. What the king has said. Yeah. That's important and they did not they do not love their own lives, even unto death. If you look through the history, uh these people kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. These people kill for what they they were killed for their allegiance. Right. They did not bow down to the system. Yep. Peter didn't bow down to the system. Yep. When they told him to stop preaching the name of Jesus, they said, hey, uh, Acts chapter 5 said, hey, we, 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 we got to obey God rather than man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, like, you do whatever you want to us, but we're, 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 we're going to continue to do what, what the king is telling us to do. And they said that, and they beat him. Mm-hmm. And they went right back out and preached again. Yep. Said did the same thing to Paul. They did the same thing to Paul. Because it wasn't about them, it was about their allegiance to the Father. So this church had, his church, his church, I, I want to make the statement, his church, every, his church, let me say, all, let me see, let me say, get this right. The church, this, this I'm sorry, the ecclesia are believers. Mm-hmm. The ecclesia are believers, but not all believers are part of the ecclesia. Right. Right, because not all believers meet that that particular criteria for the allegiance. Exactly, and every king, every king, every king determines the criteria for his ecclesia. Right. Every government, every government determines the right, the uh, the qualifications for ecclesia. We have we have qualifications in America for our senators. Yeah. Yep. You have to be a certain age. Yep. There's a list of qualifications. Yep. I believe you have to be a, a, of course, you have to be a citizen. You have to reside in your state that you're representing for a certain period of time. Yeah. Uh, Can you have a criminal record? I mean, a felony or whatever it is. I think that's one of the qualifications. But, But every government determines the criteria for its sentence. Or right. It's ecclesia. Right. So that that those are kind of things. Just uh, I don't know, might have your head swimming a little bit, but um, 
that that's important that, that we understand that when Jesus talked about ecclesia, he was talking about government. Right, right. The context was government, and this government was people who actually had authority to make things happen within the community, their communities. Right. Based on what the king said. Right. And I think you may have already pointed this out and said it, but the selection of it or, or the, the ecclesia that he's building does not consist of all believers. It's, it's again, it's a, it's a subset of a community. Exactly. And that's how it works. In, that's how it works in this life. Yeah. In our governments now, it's not, it's not the whole community, our senators, it's just a subset. Right. Exactly. It's just a subset. Uh, I, 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 I meant to look at this up before, I mean, but there's a statement that, that I think, I don't know if it's Jesus, Jesus said, many are called, mm-hmm. but few are chosen. Right. Many are called, but few are chosen. I, I don't know if that has any connection to this. I just keep hearing it in my spirit. So mm-hmm. I, I need to find out what it says. Um, but, um, Because um, that that you know, I, I believe that the, the size of the ecclesia, there's not the you know, like in America we said there's only fifty senators, two from every state. Right. Um, but again, that's that's defined by the government. That's government defined. Right. But in 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 God's kingdom, I don't I don't think there's a I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. But is there is there is there a quantity? And I, I, don't, I don't believe I have I don't remember reading that anywhere. Um, but I, I hear that stuff. And many are called because that that statement the statement itself seems to apply. God calls all of us to become a, a come in allegiance. He wants to talk to all of us. Right, right. But only a few are chosen. You know, brother. I would say this. I mean. From from God's perspective, I don't think I don't I I what comes to mind at least for me is that from God's perspective, I don't think He sets a limit. I think the limit is set by us because of our 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 allegiance to Him. You know, I believe that God allows us to determine if we're going to be completely you know uh, loyal to Him if our if our allegiance to Him is going to be one hundred percent or not. And based right. off of that, then he either selects us or or he doesn't. So I think the ecclesia can be as large as God wants it to be, but there is that element of the human will that kind of limits it, which may be the reason why Jesus said that many are called, you know, but few are chosen. Right, right. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this passage from Matthew chapter 22, mm-hmm. verse 14. That's when that statement is made. And Jesus is talking about the kingdom. He said it was a parable about the kingdom when he was saying, uh, he used this parable about the, about, the, um, about the wedding, a wedding, a wedding, a wedding feast. Right. And he, he, he had told his servants to go out invite if I'm not mistaken he says tell and bid them that that one's no one's another merchandise 
doomsday. He was talking about coming to this 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 wedding, this 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 the feast, but not many people came. Right. Some people turned him down. Yep. And then they finally got some people to come. And uh, and he gave him wedding garments. And then he told him, he says, he says, and bound him head by foot. Except for one guy, he came in there with his own stuff. He wanted to do what he was told. <laughs> right. Uh, and got kicked out. But then Jesus <laughs> made this statement in verse 14 of Matthew chapter 22. He says, for many are called, but few are chosen. I think that applies here. Yeah, he wants so to too. have this relationship with us, and he's calling everybody to come. Right. But the, only the ones that came showed up and committed themselves to doing what he said. Right. Because there's one guy, he showed up, but he he want to wear the wedding garments that was given him. So we told him to get him out of here. You know, find him, have foot, and cast him out into the darkness. Right. And then he didn't say hell, because I, I, I've heard him say, that's hell, that's hell. Then he didn't say hell. <laughs> right. He said out of darkness. Yeah, because I found out that the, the the reason why the wedding garments were, were given was simply to identify the guests of the wedding. So, right. by identifying the guests of the wedding, you would know who was part of the wedding. And I think that's kind of synonymous to identifying those who are part of the ecclesia. Right, right. That's, that's, that's a good point, bro. That's a good point. It was to identify, but yeah. you had to, you had to, you had to. He called you, and you had. He chose you. He chose you. We called you. If you responded, he chose you. Right. But you had to wear the the garment. Right. You had to wear what was fitting for that particular wedding feast. Exactly. You know. So if, it becomes what you know, like it becomes. Uh, you have become identifiable by wearing what not you want, but what he wants. Right, right. Because almost like um, I, I can't remember. There's a there's a scripture somewhere that talks about being clothed with Christ. Yeah. You know, and I can kind of see the parallel here with that particular verse of, of scripture. Where those who are in the wedding feast, you know, they, they wore the wedding clothes, which identified them as being participants, um, you know, or, or at least guests for that wedding feast. And us being clothed with Christ, that identifies us as belonging to God as well as the ecclesia. Right. Because they, they, they had on something different. Yeah. Than everybody else. Right. I don't, I don't know what the problem was with the guy who refused to the <laughs> the wedding garments, but we we, we see when we know, know what happened to him. I, I know he got booted. <laughs> it was so bad they I bound him. He didn't stay long. He didn't stay long. They 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 bound him hand and foot. Yeah, you got to go, brother. We don't, <laughs> we don't want you scratching or kicking. We just gonna take you. Exactly. <laughs> but I I think it does apply, you know, to. You know, to to what we're talking about here, as far as as far as the ecclesia, um, because there has to be some kind of identifying feature 
you know, whether yeah. whether it's, you know, identifiable to man or not, it's definitely identifiable to God. That he knows who is part of his ecclesia and who, you know, who who isn't, whether you're in the body of Christ or not. Um, right. You know, we, we, we mentioned that this is a subset, not the whole body, but just a subset and, and a function um, of the subset of this body. So, yeah. you know, God knows who, who that is. Right. And, and it's, it's amazing that this guy was bound head, head, hand and foot. Right. He must have been committing high treason or something. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> about that the behinders remember they weren't free remember Jesus was saying they, they, the gates of hell prevailed against them right they, the ones that were in couldn't get out right they were bound they were bound there they, they, they were they were in bondage whether in that case it was the gates the, the well the confinements of Hades right this guy was God says now bind him up and put him out there in darkness. A place of no revelation was dark. Yeah. You can't see. And there was and it's agonizing there. Because it was the weeping and national teeth. Right, and there place to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I mean it So it was a place of torment, huh? Right, a place of torment. And I was just kinda of wondering if it was more of a, a metaphor of basically just um painful regret yeah that's what I'm saying yeah okay the painful regret um and it was just torment it was just torment right it was a place of torment but the other ones came to the feast um I just uh I guess I had a question. I guess one of the questions I was looking at was that is Christ's church? And I think we kind of answered this. Is Christ's ecclesia mm-hmm. the body, the, the totality of the body of believers? As some people think. Some people think that the, that the, the ecclesia or church, if they use it, uh, is every believer. Right. Is every believer. Uh, or if your name is on a roll. Right. Or you committed right. yourself to an organization, right? Yeah. Um, is is Christ Christ's ecclesia the body of believers or not, mm-hmm. or just a subset? Or just a subset of the right. body, body of believers. Uh, and in one of the scriptures that that come and looking at these verses is Ephesians chapter one. Verse twenty-two to twenty-three. I think we, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, and, and it brings it can it can cause somewhat controversy on the surface. It talks about uh, verse twenty-two saying that that it had passes and had all things been put under his feet. Talking about Christ, it gave him to be the head over all things to the church. And then it says verse twenty-three. He says which is the body, which is his body. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fullness of him that filleth all things, fit all in all. Right. When you look at that, because because of, in the King James Version, they put a comma right after 
church. Right. Which that word church is ecclesia. Um, the ecclesia. And then it says, which is his body. Mm-hmm. And the fullness of him. Uh, that filleth all in all. Right. Um, when we look at that, it can be kind of. Because I, I, I saw that and I was taught that, that the church, and I even preached it, the church is the body. The, right. the church is the body of Christ. But looking at this, Ecclesia, it is part of the body of Christ. Right. It is. That's, it is. It's, it's part of the body. The body, but the body just don't consist, it's, it's just not just one part right it's many parts the hand is the body but the body but the the hand ain't the totality of the body right it's a part of the body but it's not the body at whole it's not the body yep but it's part of the body it's a subset of the body right um and that and and that and and that's what really kind of throw throw you off when you look at the words in verse 22 um it talks about which, that word which is referenced. Mm-hmm. Uh, it means it's a pronoun, it means whosoever. Right. Is his body. Right. Uh, but he says he gave all things to him to be head over all things to the church, to the ecclesia. Right. That's interesting. The interesting part of that is that the ecclesia, oh my goodness, it carries the same authority mm. as the king. As the, right, right. So whatever, God the Father gave everything to Christ, and Christ gave everything to the church. The ecclesia, or should I say the ecclesia? Right, right. Who is part of the body? Right, but not the enti- not the total not the total body. Not the total body. Now I know some people. I know people say, "Well, that's unfair." <laughs> How could he give it to some and not to everybody? We call it everybody. Mm-hmm. But the ecclesia made the decision to be loyal. Right. The ecclesia says, "I'm I'm not even going to consider my own life even unto death." Right. I'm going to die for the king and what he wants. Yep. Um, so when you see that, when I, when I see that passage of scripture, when I see that God has given the ecclesia this thing, and, and I kind of, and thinking about it, I kind of understand. You know, because if you think, you know, even in the modern day church, quote unquote church organization mm-hmm. people think the pastor got the ability to do everything right yeah that's very true I need to go see the pastor so he can pray for me as if his prayers matter more than anybody else right yep yeah and I, I can see that being why do you think that but the thinking is, if you truly got an, someone that's part of the ecclesia, 
have the keys. Yep. Everything. To bind and loose. Exactly. Why? But it's not there is not what they say in themselves, it's just what God told them. Right. So this ecclesia, when they're hearing things from God, so when they come and say what the Lord what is the Lord saying? They're speaking from the mouth of God. Right. They're, they're confessing what he said. Right. And it comes to pass because God validates them. Because what's done in heaven, it's already been done in heaven because mm-hmm. he already spoke in heaven. Right. But he's declared it to them and they're declaring it now into the earth. Right. And they're binding and loosening with those same things. Exactly. And thus fulfills you know, part of the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples, you know, thy kingdom come on, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. It's that colonization of earth to make earth look like heaven and every part of a person's life. Exactly. So they carry the same authority as the king. Right. But the king can trust them to do what he say. Right. Um, so we see this that they're part of the body but the, the, they're not they're, the, the ecclesia is not the entire body right it's a part of the body and they've been and this is another clue they've been given all things mm-hmm. they've been given all things yep to be head over all things into the church yep it says it right there yeah he says right there, he's like, give it to them, and to this ecclesia, and 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 they have every, they have things that the other the other part of the body doesn't know. Or should I should say, they've been given authority that other parts of the body doesn't have. Right. Right, and that kind of falls in line with actually, I don't say kind of, it, it actually falls in line with what Paul talks about later in this very same book to the Ephesians where he starts talking about the equipping of the saints yeah they have the equipping of the saints yeah and that's another session because there's the saints and then there's this church right and we'll we'll, we'll get I know we'll get to that yeah my third question I have here was uh, is that who, who are believers and is there a difference between the church or the ecclesia, the ecclesia, and just being a believer? Right. Yeah, and I know we handed on a couple of that as well, you know, as far as like the criterion, you know, for being a believer, or, or actually not more so the criterion for, you know, being part of the ecclesia. But, yeah. you know, what is, what is the criteria for a believer? <laughs> you know, I think it's kind of self evident. Yeah. Believe the gospel. Yeah. Yep. It, it, one thing it did not say, it didn't say that you have to have a revelation of Jesus Christ. Right. I talk about a direct revelation from God. It says you heard the gospel and you believe. Right. So when when people went out and preached, the Bible didn't say when the Bible did not say when Peter in Acts chapter two when he preached on the day of Pentecost. The everybody, those three thousand souls got a revelation. Right. Yeah. It true. says they believed. 
first of all, they just saw they just saw the results or the acts of the the acts of Peter. They were, you know, they speak in an unknown language they did not know. Mm-hmm. They saw the supernatural and believed the message. Right. That's that's a that's a good. One. They saw the supernatural. And then they believed the message. The same thing that happened to, uh, was it, is it Philip? I believe Philip. Philip. Mm-hmm. Philip went down to Samaria. Healed the sick. They healed the sick. Uh, healed people. Demons cast out. And the people believed what? His message. Right. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking something about that. I'm receiving something on that. I'm receiving something on that. Is that when we preach the gospel accompanied by the supernatural, it causes people to believe the message. Right. And they become believers. Right. It's, it's that doesn't mean that you got a revelation of who Jesus, a direct revelation from God. All you got. You just saw something supernatural. Right, right. It's the same thing that we saw we see in the gospels with Christ. Yeah. You know, he he would preach and then he would follow things up with signs and and with and with miracles, signs and wonders and miracles. Or yeah. he would do the reverse. He would heal somebody and then he would, you know, say something and people would believe they would be amazed. Right. He got their attention to believe the message. And that and that's critical. That the preaching the gospel needs to be accompanied by the supernatural God, right? In some way. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of people like preaching naked messages. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you gonna preach a message and ain't got no signs and wonders. That's a naked message. Right. Jesus said, I think it was uh, John chapter ten. <clears throat> he said that. Uh, he says, if you can't believe what I say, believe the works I do. <laughs> right. Yep. That's what he said. Did believe the message. Believe me. And he even told his disciples when his disciples, when he sent them out, he says, I want you to heal the sick, cast out demons, uh, uh, raise, raise the, the dead. dead, do supernatural works. Right. And then tell them the kingdom of God has come. Right. The message the message was accompanied by the the, the 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 miracles and the signs and wonders. Right. In other words, it's like this is how you know what I'm saying is true. Because exactly. I'm following it up with something that cannot be explained by human logic. Exactly. Whether that's a word of knowledge, whether that's a word of prophecy. Something. Right. Something supernatural <clears throat> that cannot be denied. Right. And that's the and it's just, so so just how being a believer, a believer is one who believes in the message. Right. The church, the ecclesia, is one who has a revelation. Exactly. A revelation from God. Exactly. And you know, here's here's something else that was that I was thinking about as you were talking. You know, for those, because I've heard that, you know, 
for instance, if one is, is, is saying that they're an apostle, for example, I've heard in yeah, quote unquote church, I'll just say, you know, from pastors and, and other preachers that in order to be considered an apostle, one has to actually, you know, see the Lord, such as how Paul saw the Lord in a vision on the road to Damascus, you know, or how Peter and them walked with the Lord. They, they physically saw him. But I'm and I've, I've subscribed to that in the past. But as you were talking, I was kind of sensing that the criteria for not not just an apostle, but really for being part of this ecclesia and whether your calling by God is apostle or prophet or, you know, evangelist, whatever, that the, 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 the criteria, the main criteria is you just have a that direct revelation from God that that um how do i want to say this it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to actually you know have that that vision of christ that you have to physically see him but rather it's just a it's god revealing himself to you some way somehow directly it doesn't come through man right right there's a communication and right right it's similar a revelation i mean right i'll say similar to this similar to how peter got the revelation about jesus that he is the christ did he physically see the father? No. God no. some way, somehow directly revealed who Jesus was to Peter. And Peter confessed that. He said the same thing as the father that he was hearing the father say. It was yeah. some kind of communication. And that qualified Peter to be part of this ecclesia that Jesus was building. Right, right. The same type had the same type of experience. He didn't walk with Jesus. Right. Right. He was somewhere sitting at the feet of Gamaliel. Right. But when he got when he was well, on a road to road to Damascus, it didn't say he saw Jesus. He said he saw a light. <laughs> right. Right. And the light blinded him. So it how can no he? Physical sand. Right. But it was a there was but there was a supernatural communication. Right. Yeah. And, and and check this out though. Check this out. Check this out, Terry. That you was talking that just this flashed in my mind. When Paul <clears throat> had that revelation, did you know did you know that he came out of religion? <laughs> yep. <laughs> At that yep. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> He immediately came out of religion. Right. It's 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 as if, as as you were saying earlier, the the, the gates of hell or the gates of Hades <laughs> would not prevail. Exactly. That holding that holding place immediately released him. It immediately released him. He was able to come out of religion. Yeah. And he yep. was no longer captive by what the Pharisees, <laughs> the rules of the Pharisees, yep. or even the rules of the Jews. Exactly. He was totally free. Wow. And that's, 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 it's, it's amazing. Because that was what happened. That was part of the result of his revelation. Yeah. Yep. 
stirring in my shanana. <laughs> <laughs> feel your shanana coming on. <laughs> feel it coming. But I that's feel amazing. It coming, brother. It's amazing uh, because that's exactly what he was in. You know, he 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 was so he was so committed to to the religious doctrine and 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 the doctrine and the laws of the Pharisees that he was he was on his way to arrest those who were basically, you know, trying to come out of, of that system. Yeah. And then once he met, you know, Christ on the road and he, and he had that, that revelation, it immediately took him from, from religion into kingdom. Yeah. That was a transformation. Mm hmm. That, that the gates of hell could not prevail against him. Yeah. That's, 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 that's something powerful because even the disciples, even the apostles, they were held by religion until. Yeah. Until, until they got that supernatural they, oh my goodness yeah, super, <laughs> they had a supernatural that. experience yep Acts chapter 2 I mean they had a dead experience with Jesus <laughs> naturally right but that supernatural experience that direct connection right yep they were speaking in an unknown language that they did not know Right. And no longer were they no longer were they afraid anymore. Yeah. They weren't held in the place anymore. Right. Because before that, they was they was high not. Right. I, even when Jesus left, they were still kind of high not. Yeah, yeah. They that's why they was up in that upper room. So I think that, that release, that release of the ecclesia is one that comes once you get that revelation, that direct revelation. Yeah. Uh it it, it, it unlocks the door. Yeah. And I, and, and I huh? And, and I was gonna say I I think the other thing too is kind of goes back to, 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 to what Peter said in Matthew sixteen when he confessed jesus as as christ because here's here's the thing about that up until then they've always called jesus the son of god yeah they never called him the christ or the messiah and the way that it was used was not just as in a a, a savior but it was used in in the sense of a kingly messiah or a kingly christ a kingly savior basically acknowledging that that jesus was indeed king and yeah. because ecclesia is a is, is a is a word that jesus used in a government uh uh context it's important that anyone who who who, who gets a a direct revelation also acknowledges and, and gets the revelation the true revelation that jesus is king because if you're going to acknowledge him and 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 receive that kind of revelation of him being king it's crucial that that you do because as part of the ecclesia as we were saying earlier we have to be able to hear what the king is saying in order to right. carry out 
his 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 intentions and his will on the earth to kind of get us to a place to where earth becomes begins to become more transformed to look like heaven and i think that's part of that revelation as well and that criteria that we can't just i don't think it's enough to just say that he's king we actually have to get the revelation that he is indeed king because i think that begins to transform our 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 thinking as to how we how we commune with him and how we relate to him as as king that we no longer you know can just do and say what we want you know it's like jesus he said only I only do what I see my father doing. I only say what I hear him say. It's not about just what I think. I have to hear what the king is saying. Right. And that's important because Jesus said, he said, why do you call me Lord, Lord? Right. And don't do what I say. Right. Because the king is also a Lord. The king is also a Lord. Yep. So I think that that revelation, you said the revelation of him as king, not as a savior, just savior. Right. Uh, is 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 king because he governs your life. Right. Right. And what you do. Right. Uh, and that's important. But that goes back to Greg and says, uh, who who are God's saints then? Because right. in Ephesians chapter four, it talks about uh, saints. Right. Equipping of the saints. Uh, but who 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 is his? Who who are who are these saints? Right. That scripture also talks about. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's uh, there. Obviously, you know, according to scripture, there, there's a there's a distinction between the two. Yeah. Because uh, because in in First Corinthians chapter one, the word saints is used as well. Right. And 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 that word is means to be different from. Mm-hmm. Or to be holy or different. Right. And, um, but the, the, the relationship between uh, the Ecclesia and the saints, he tells us that it, it, it is, it, it is, it is the Ecclesia, one of his functions is to equip the body. Right. Not for the saints to equip the saints. Right. Right. It's to, for the Ecclesia and part of that ecclesia was given those fivefold ministry. Yeah. Ooh. So. I just, <laughs> huh? I, I I just I just thought of something. I I guess I'll just go ahead and say it. Could this possibly mean that a lot because part of the fivefold is apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers? Are there people yeah. operating as pastors? that that really shouldn't be oh yeah because, I, I, because know, but that's a whole different system though right right I mean you're talking about that you brought up the organization and organism and organization you have pastors right and basically they're head of the church in the Protestant that, movement you know right right um, and their validation is not signs and wonders. The, the, the validation is numbers. 
Right. And how big the organization, numbers and money and, and things. Right. Uh, which is, you know, if you're a small pastor, if you ain't got but two, two members. Right. But you're a big pastor if you got 10,000 members. Right. So, uh, but that's not, that, that doesn't necessarily mean God's validation. That's an organizational validation. Right. Right. Uh, but, the, but the church, but the ecclesia has responsibility to equipping the saints. Yeah. And, and so they grow up in love and they, uh, they, they develop into the full statue of Christ. Right. Uh, that, and I said full statue, they, you develop the people, they become also, they become so developed that they also uh, actually fulfill their calling and becoming part of the ecclesia. Right, right. Because right. that's the full statue of Christ. Right. Um, so I just, I, I see that, that difference being that relationship, these saints, which are, which, which are believers, are different from the world because mm-hmm. they're, they're holy because they started, but they don't believe like the world. Right, right. Uh, but they still have some, they have some equipment in these that, that's necessary for them to come into the full statue. Right. Of Christ. Right. But the last thing I wanted to look at, though, is um, <laughs> the scripture shows some depictions of, 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 of the Christ's Ecclesia mm-hmm. uh, in the New Testament, by New Testament biblical writers like uh, Peter and, and, and also Paul are two notable ones. Because the, the church is, it, it shows us like a woman. Right. Or a wife. Right. Yep. And it's and I think that, that this depictions that they gave about the the ecclesia uh, that's been translated church, uh, incorrectly but translated church, but uh, the ecclesia the depiction is is of a woman or a wife that's that that is like married to Christ. Right. Right. And he's given these word pictures that's clear. And definitive to our culture as well as most cultures over over time. True. Um, in Ephesians chapter five, it, it it talks about the wife being submitted to the husband. Right. Yeah. A couple coming under the husband, and she's supposed to submit to him. He loves her. Right. True. And gives himself for her. Right. In other words. Everything was riding on her. Right. He, put, he lays down his life for her. Right. Uh, as well as the whole world, but but specifically, he he puts his name on the line for her. Right. Uh, she she can either exalt him or she can take him down. Mm. She she had when I say when I say she could, she can make him look bad. Right. Right. By giving him his name, his right. authority. Right. Uh, I'm talking about a wife. Yep. Um. And and I think the word church, the word ecclesia, the word church is a feminine word. 
Right. It's 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 not like Christ is a, a, a masculine word. Right, right. But church, or I should say, ecclesia, is a feminine word. So you have this man-wife thing that Paul's talking about in Ephesians five, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's 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 interesting. We know from family knowing about the family. The family, because the Bible also talks about the family of God. Right, right. Um, and that's it, 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 we know that the wife is not the whole family. Right, exactly. Nor is the husband the whole family. Yep. The entire family. Right. Uh, they're parts of the family. Right. They have functions within the family. But they're not the entirety entirety of the family. Right. So in this context, he's saying he's talking about the husband and the wife. Christ being the husband, uh, Christ being the husband, and the church being of the ecclesia being his wife. Right. And they both govern the house together. Right. Uh. Uh, and, 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 our, and our everyday vernacular it, 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 even in the biblical vernacular when you're the wife you got a certain status mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> you got a certain status if, if you know you girlfriends didn't have that kind of status right no side chicks didn't have that kind of status you got that right <laughs> they got they got their hand on his they got their hand in in in, 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 in in a natural family, that wife can write a check for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has access to all of his kind. If something goes wrong, he goes missing or incapacitated. The husband gets incapacitated. She can. She's the one that makes it. She calls the shots. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where, in biblical times, it was seen the same way. Um. It's, it, it, it talks of 22, uh, I was looking at verse 26 of Ephesians chapter 5, that he sanctifies her with the washing of, of water by the word. Yeah. And God showed me something on that about, about the, the, the allegiance of the, of the ecclesia. Mm-hmm. The ecclesia is not perfect, but when God speaks, they, they change. They change. Yeah. They ain't talking back. Right. They ain't trying to say, do I really have to do this? Or I'm going to say yes to your face and I'm going to do something else behind your back. Right. Right. This ecclesia, he, we, if, if they might not be perfect, but when God points out something to them, they change. They change, yeah. Their minds change. Right. Right. It's a process of repentance. It's a... It, it, it's, 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 you have to live a repentant life. Right. God's always speaking. He's always showing you. As you get closer, you're going to show you some other stuff about yourself. Exactly. There's a constant and you got change. to be willing to change and not compare yourself with the people. Well, I, I ain't like the dirty foot. 
<laughs> right. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's, yep. That, it's just that, that's I ain't talking about it. I'm talking about the Eglisea now. Right. Right. And when he speaks, he washes them by the word, by the things that he says to them. They 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 they're becoming more and more pure. Right. It's like Jesus told the disciples, you know, you are now clean by the word that I've spoken to you. I believe that was like in John 15. You know, yeah. that you, you are clean by what I've spoken to you. I like to speak. But he knew that they would change as he spoke. Right. And that's the allegiance that he has, that the, that the ecclesia has to Christ. Yeah. And he can, and he, he can, and Christ can trust his ecclesia, and his ecclesia can trust Christ. Yeah. There's just two way relationship, this mutual <laughs> trust. That's why he can give them authority and right. power, and know they want to go around and and, and 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 extort the whole world. Right. Exactly. Somebody, if you're gonna, if if you're gonna, if you don't do what we tell you to do, we're gonna put a curse on them. Right. Really. We saw how that went with the Sons of Thunder, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, you don't know what <laughs> matter. Hold on, wait a minute. He said, I ain't come. He said, you, you, you got another spirit about yourself. Right. I ain't coming to destroy men's lives. I'm coming to save them. Save them. And I, and I, I truly believe that they changed in that moment when he spoke that over. Right, because you ain't hear of it again. You ain't hear them talking about this kill them all. <laughs> Get it back to what he said. He cleanses him by the washing of the words. He speaks. And we change. Right. And that's important. Uh, it's not about perfection. It's about repentance. Right. And check this out, bro. That word in verse 26, that word word is rhema. Wow. What he's saying right now. What is he saying right now? So an active or freshly spoken word of God, what he's saying right now, that's what he washes us with and cleanses us with. Those you who are in the You tell me that I can't just pull a scripture out the Bible? Nah, brother, there ain't no pulling those scriptures out the Bible. You got to hear what he's saying in that moment. Exactly. And they're washed by that. Yup. Where they were filthy, they were clean now. Exactly. And, but but it's also on thirty. That was I was also looking at chapter verse thirty two. And Paul says this in verse thirty two. He says this is a great mystery. Mm-hmm. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Mm. He said I'm talking to stuff about husbands and wives. <laughs> right. But it's the mystery of it. I'm talking about Christ and the church. Right. Christ and the Ecclesia. I'm reading from King James. Right, right. I'm talking about Christ and the Ecclesia. This is how they function. Wow. That's a depiction of what his church, what his Ecclesia looks like. Right. Not the entire body. Not the entire body, but this this relationship between the ecclesia 
Christ. In Christ, yeah. That's, 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 that's wow. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's profound. It's very profound. It's profound, and it's, it's there. It, you can't, it, it's defining who his church is. Right. Who his ecclesia is. is, yep. What, what attributes do they have? Man. You can start, you can start scratching some people off the list. Right, right. <laughs> you ain't like, shoot. But this is, you know, this, this whole, this whole thing is is profound when, when it's broken down like this because, for so long, we've been first we've been we've been using the word the wrong word, in place of scripture for one. But, when we look at what we see today versus what what Christ spoke about what he's building and what he actually meant we see something totally different yeah we don't you know he's he's not talking about buildings and 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 these in these worship services and and you know quote unquote modern day church and how the religious system has defined it he's talking about something else that really governs everyday life Mm -hmm. and and trying to really get us to a place to again where earth begins to look like heaven because if we can if we can hear what, what what he's saying and act on that then his will gets done and we can see the results of of his kingdom on earth. Yeah. So that tells me that we don't have to wait till we get to heaven to right. experience right. the kingdom. We can experience it now. But if we, <laughs> but it's not his fault if we don't. It's not exactly. It's not his fault. He he, he invites us in it. Yeah. Uh. Of course, but we have to we have to make some we have to make some decisions, uh, mainly about our loyalties. Right. Um, whether we're gonna do what he says, whether we're gonna do what he says as Lord or not. Right. Uh, is he gonna be Lord over your life, or you just want him to save you? Right. Yep. When I get in trouble, I call on it. Right. Um. So that that becomes that becomes that actual blue that do we really want? Do we want? It's up to us. Yeah. Many a call. Yep. Fewer chosen. But he's gonna choose the loyal. Yep. Not just the gifted. Right. Right. He, I'm gonna choose the loyal. Because you can use your gifts for your own for your own business. Yeah. Right. That's but, that's true. But I, I want to look at one more, uh, as it comes to closeness, I want to look at one more depiction, a picture of the, of, of the, the ecclesia. Uh, and that, and it really comes from, from first Peter chapter three. Okay. And just to give some context, 
who Peter is talking to. Um, uh, I'm trying to see who this letter was actually actually written to. He says to the pilgrims, dispersion. Um, and he calls the elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, sanctified of the Spirit for obedience and uh, uh, this is chapter 1 verse 1 uh, verse 22 and, and to speak of the blood of Jesus Christ grace be unto you. So he's talking about a certain a certain a certain select people One number one they're elected mm-hmm. according to the foreknowledge of God this is number two. They're sanctified by the Spirit, by the Spirit, and number three, they they, they was obedient. Right. So we're talking about someone who's loyal. Right. Uh, it wasn't just people in general. Right. Who believed? He's talking about a specific believer. Yep. Uh, but he says this. He he says he says he's talking to the wives. And, and he's making this point about wives. He says that wives should be like are submissive to their own husbands. Mm-hmm. Uh, that even he's using this wife thing. He says is even he says that even if some do not obey the word, yeah, they he's talking about the wives. This is natural. Right. Without a word, will be will be won by the conduct of the wives. He says. Uh, it says when when they observe your chaste, talking about the husbands observe their chaste uh, uh, conduct accompanied by reverence or fear. It says, it says don't 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 let this thing be about your outsides. Don't be a let do not let your adornment be merely outward. Right. Arranging of your hair. How you know you know how many gaiters you wear. <laughs> How right. much your suit costs, or how big your house is, or what kind of rings you wear. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm putting on fine apparel. He says, but, but rather let it be hidden, person of the heart, with the incorruptible beauty of, 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 of a gentle, quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Right. For in this manner, in former times, the holy women who trusted in God also adorned themselves being submissive to their own husbands and Sarah obeyed Abraham calling him Lord Mm -hmm. whose daughters you are if you do good if you if you do good and are not afraid with any terror I think I get clues from that about um, because Paul is speaking by the Spirit, but also Peter is also speaking by the Spirit. Right. And this image of marriage, this this picture of marriage or, or, or wives and marriage, he it, it fits the same attributes. Right. That right. the wife should should look at her husband naturally. Says he's a Abraham, Sarah looked at her husband and called him Lord. Right. We as the as the ecclesia see Christ, we should be called the Lord. Lord. Yeah, exactly. And our adornment is not what's on the outside. Right. It's not what, what people can see. This is our commitment from the inside. Exactly. From the heart. From the heart, yep. And it's from the heart and 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 it says and, and they submitted themselves 
to their own husbands. We submit ourselves to Christ. Mm-hmm. We can't be adulterers. Right. Right. Unfaithful. We 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 with Christ, our husbands, but then we're flirting with the with the with 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 the uh with the milkman. Right. Or the lawn <laughs> or the lawn the lawn man. Right. Or the pool man. He says, No, your eyes are only on Christ. Yeah. And you're submissive to him. He says, and, and you call him Lord, and she says, and you do good. And and, and the last one I like, it says, and you're not afraid. Right. With any terror. Right. You mean fear. You don't fear stuff. Right. Cause think because think about it, I mean, huh? a, a wife shouldn't be afraid to, you know, to, to live with her husband. No, she shouldn't be afraid. You know, and likewise, we shouldn't be afraid of, of God thinking that, you know, again, oh, my God, if I don't do this, then God's going to get me or he's going to he's not going to bless me. That's, you know, that's, that's that's not the character and nature of God. We, we shouldn't be afraid to, if, the, if, if, if Christ tells you to do something, afraid it's going to turn sideways, go, go bad. Exactly. Exactly. But when. You say that because when Abraham told Sarah, "Go tell him you, I'm your, you my, I'm your sister, I'm you my sister." Right. He gave some commands that was crazy. <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> he was setting out, setting out to be taken advantage of. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, just, that's in the natural, but but he, she, he's pointing out that she wasn't afraid, and we shouldn't be afraid. When Christ asks us to do stuff as right. an ecclesia, right? Because our confidence is, He's gonna always do us best, my best interest. Exactly. God is not a man. Christ is not a, not, not like the men on this earth. Exactly. He, he He's one that you can fully trust. Most definitely. Right. So I just think that that depiction of of, of a wife. And how he sees wives, and, and and how and how Christ, Paul called it a mystery. Right. It is Christ in the church? It's Christ in the ecclesia, not the husband and the wife. Right, right. This thing is, is bigger than what we see in the natural. In the natural, yeah. So when we look at this, that's just just looking at that, and what is the church? What, what is the ecclesia? Because the church and the ecclesia are not the same. It's definitely not the same. Uh, I'm, I'm just used to saying church from my tradition, but right. I'm talking about the ecclesia. Right. Right. Yeah. And God is building that God is building his ecclesia. And it's different from what we call church. Right. It's not a it's not an organization. I think you said that God gave you a revelation time ago. Yeah. It's an organization. It's not an organization. It's, it's an organism. It's an organism. Yep. 2016. Uh, <laughs> something totally different. And um, I think I think it, it, it will help us as serious believers, believers, period, if we just look at it for what it is. Look at what the truth, what the truth of scripture is. Right. And... Understanding what God is saying 
and really allowing that to govern us. Right. Not our tradition, not our culture, because bottom line is God's ways are not our ways. Right. Nor is his thoughts our thoughts. They're different. Right. Not, they, they ain't even close. Exactly. They ain't even close. You know. So we can't say, "Well, they just they just a one off." Right. God's ways are not our ways. Right. And you know, thoughts not our thoughts. You 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 said something you know about traditions and and and, and whatnot. You know, and it's traditions. You know that that can nullify you know what god is 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 saying you know and what he's doing what he's trying to do and so we have to kind of we have to get past you know these these religious traditions and and like you said see what 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 scripture you know see what it is you know what what it what what it's for and you know come into alignment with that um and I think for a lot of people, you know, it's it's really for anybody. It's it's going to re- it's going to require a mind shift. Absolutely. You know, because your repentance, repentance. You know, we're change your mind. Coming, you know, you're coming from one one system, and and you know all all of the teaching and and things that you get from that, and you know you 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 hear something like this. And it, it's, it's going to make you question things. It's going to make you question, you know, what, oh, go on, what, what, what are we doing? You know, and I think yeah. for a lot of people that, that may even hear this, it may answer questions as to why things look the way that they look today. Why, you know, why when you go to, you know, this particular ministry or whatever, you know, why, why isn't, you know, where's the power? Or why... Why do I, why am I only hearing feel good sermons, but my situation or people's situations aren't changing? They're still in the same spot. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's part of that. You know, being re, you know being transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's it's a constant thing. Um, mm-hmm. but if we're if we're willing, and God sees and knows that we're willing to to start to come into a place to where we're we're receptive to to his truth then we give him something to work with and we he he can begin to you know bring things full circle for us because i mean it's 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 happened to me and i know it's happened to you where we we've been in the situation you know we've been part of organizations and religion and we, we we've seen the kind of 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 transformation that that God can take us through in our minds when when we're just at a point to where we're just like okay I, I need to know the truth about this you know and we're like what is God saying you know what does Scripture say about this and and God begins to take us on this journey where we just start finding certain things out and we're like man this don't look nothing like what I'm seeing today or right. or or it ain't you know. What, what, what the scripture really says about this is totally contrary to what we've been taught. And so I think this, this revelation about Ecclesia, um, 
I think I, and I, I, it's my prayer that it that it answers a lot of questions for for others, because I think we talked about a while ago. Um, I think you had mentioned it, and I had told you that I I was hearing other um, pastors mention about this, you know, about Reformation. It's been coming up more, right? Um, and I and you know, I I, I think Miles Monroe probably kind of said it best um, when he when he started talking about came about rediscovering. I think for a lot of people, people just need to rediscover this, right? You know, rediscover right. the kingdom, rediscover you know what you know that the ecclesia among so many other different things that um you know that is mentioned and spoken about in scripture so yeah and ecclesia is not some people will have us to believe that the ecclesia is a new name for our churches right it's not that's (laughs) it's not it's totally different right um, and and we have to make sure that we say because I've I've, I've read a lot of books on on, on ecclesia, and it's almost like we're, we're just we're gonna leave everything intact, but we're just gonna change our vocabulary. Nah, nah, we have to go beyond that. You got to go beyond it because this shift shakes up everything. Right. And if you don't shift with it, you're just gonna have a. A new name for the same thing, right? And 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 it, it takes it functions. What God is saying functions totally different yeah. than what religion is saying. Right, right. And if we ever, and if we ever going to be the people that are free and going to be the shot callers, right? If we ever going to be the shot callers, uh people that says whatever I lose on earth is loose mm-hmm. because it's already because I heard it from heaven being loose right and whatever I bind on earth being bound because I heard it from heaven being bound so I can make earth look like heaven right and you, I'm sorry go ahead. Ahead. No, no go ahead you, you can finish your thought no I was just going to say if, if we're going to do that we gonna have to come out of that place of Hades. Yeah. And I'm, and I, and I, um, in that physical place, I, it was cast in the sea of fire, uh, the the lake of fire, and all that stuff. But a lot of us minds are still there. Right. Right. We're still bound by religion. Yep. And organizations. Exactly. And the, their gates have held you in. Their gates have held you in. Right. You can't get out because the the gates have prevailed. Right. But right. when the revelation of who Jesus is and what is actually done for you, the gates can't hold you no more. Nope. No and longer. you're free. Yep. No longer have any power over you. And it has no power over you. And let's so what were you saying? What were you ready to say? Yeah, let me. I was gonna say. Let me say this too. Um, I didn't mention it earlier when we first started talking about this, but you know, the the concept of ecclesia was nothing new in the mind of God. No. You know, this was something that He had in in mind and had planned. You know, since the found you know before the foundation of the world, it was it was it was part of you know the redemptive process. Um. It's amazing because God waited until the concept that he already had in mind 
was in operation with man. So it's not like God took a term that was a worldly term and began to use it for him for himself. This was something that he already that he already had thought of, but he waited right. to the perfect time in history to where he can actually speak about the concept that he had in mind, which kind of goes back to what we were saying, why the disciples never questioned or asked him, what, what, what is this ecclesia? What, what do you mean? We don't understand it. He knew exactly, right. you know, they knew exactly what he was talking about, but it was nothing new to him. You know, right. and so I, I just right. think that that's something that's very, um, that's, that's, that's amazing. And that, you know, that, that it just kind of goes to show, um, the, the, uh, the, uh, what's, what's the word? The omniscience of God, that all, right. that all knowing aspect of him. And, and, and this, and also when you're saying that it's just, just, it's just amazing to amaze me that God took a concept that did not on earth, did not originate in Israel. Right, right. It originated with the Greeks, a pagan. Right. Yep. He, it's like the mind of God, the mind of God spans greater, it's greater. And the planet is greater than a subset of humanity. This concept of, of ecclesia was dropped into the the Greek culture, right? Yep. Before it was even introduced to uh, introduced to 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 the to to, to the uh, Jewish culture, right? Yep. It's just amazing. I mean, God went through that. Well, well, Israel was the chosen people. God chose the Greeks for this, <laughs> right? Exactly. I said so. It, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't that he just gave everything to Israel. He said he did some stuff in some other places. Right. And he was. He continues to do stuff outside of the scope of what we think he should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. He, he used a word. He used a concept that originated not in the Roman culture, but in the Greek culture. Right. Brought to them by the through the Roman culture. Yep. So it's just God. Just God's just amazing. It just even through history, he's been doing stuff. Yeah. yeah I said he's awesome. always working outside the box. <laughs> always. <laughs> always working outside the box. If we try to put him in a box, he he wasn't birthed in a box, and he ain't going in a box. Exactly. He, he wasn't even fit. created. Exactly. Bigger than any boxes. So. I just, I just think, I just thank God. I just pray that the people, they, those that hear, uh, first of all, I, I pray their ears will be it, it struck an interest. Yeah. Uh, and looking at stuff, and really, if you, you really understand, it, if you want the life that God has designed for you, the life that He promised for you, I want to give you a hand. It ain't in religion. Amen. It's not there. You have to come out. You have to come out from those places. 
and get and, and hear what he's saying so you can start calling the shots. Right. So you can start calling what needs to be done. And so your life, your house, your family will be as what as it is in heaven. Right. It'll be in your life. Exactly. As you work it throughout the community and the people around you. But it first starts, it, it starts in your house. Right. You want yep. your house to be like heaven? You got to come out from religion. Because let me tell you something. In religion, somebody else calling the shot. Yeah. Yep. Somebody else is calling the shot. They're telling you how to live. But when you come out from there, God is the one. And from there, the sky is the limit. Amen. Shall I say this? The kingdom is the limit. Exactly, and there is no limit in the kingdom. So, <laughs> yeah. So I just thank you for listening, and I just pray that you, 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 God spoke to your heart or gave you revelation and, and some things, and um, that's what we're here to do. We're just to seek the truth as God gives it to us, and 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 and, and put it on display, introduce you to it. Amen. Uh, and and we pray that you. Would search the scriptures, see if the things that we're saying are true or not. Indeed. Don't just take it because we said it, and don't hate us because we said it. Be, be <laughs> as Paul says, be be more um, more commendable than the Thessalonians. Right. Be like the Bereans who went and searched it out to see what if what he was saying was true. Right. That's important. Find out if it's true. Right. But then if it's true, then just like the Bereans, they got behind Paul. Exactly. Exactly. They got behind Paul. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Culture Podcast. We truly hope and pray that you have enjoyed today's show and that it has inspired you to seek the truth and kingdom of God. It is also our prayer that you find comfort and solutions to life situations. Until next time. May God's kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven.